And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Maria Mirkovic, host and producer of the television program Family Today. Maria had a paranormal experience in the hills of Medjugorje, and today we're going to learn about it. Maria, thank you so much for being my guest today, and welcome. Thank you, Jeff. It's a delight to, to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, let's start here, Maria. What is so special about Medjugorje in the first place? Okay, so I'm going to give you briefly a little background story of Medjugorje. So in uh, 1981, uh, in June, there were six kids walking along um, Bosnia, Herzegovina, and, uh, and the place, the little village was called Medjugorje. So they were walking along, and all of a sudden they saw a big light in the sky. It illuminated them. And, and then they saw a figure floating above them. And she and the figure told them, I am the mother of Jesus, and I am sent by God. So this course uh, really um, predicated for all their lives was never the same. It changed their lives completely. And those of the uh, people that uh, went there, too, it changed a lot of people's lives because there were a lot of occurrences of healing and so on. So we we went uh, to Croatia that year. Uh, 1999, I guess 10 years after that, we went to Croatia and I said to my husband and family, I said, you know, let's let's go to Bosnia, Herzegovina and to Medjugorje to see at this uh, um, this place, the sacred space. So so we did. Uh, we went from Newark, New Jersey. We took uh, a plane to go to France and then the connecting flight will be um, in, uh, in Split, to go to Split. And so we did that, but uh, we were retained, you know, it was um, late. Our flight was late. So we arrived in Split um, one day after, I believe, yes. And uh, so we checked in this hotel um, previously. We didn't have any cell phones at that time, so we just, you know, called up beforehand. And um, and so at the, at the desk, I said, you know, we didn't get our luggages because maybe of the delay in the flight. So I'm giving you my info. So you could know that it's us that we, you know, our luggages are not here. And um, so, so the lady next to me, she she overheard me say that we're going to Medjugorje after. And, and she said, oh, my God, she said, this is a typical story. A lot of people lose their baggage. Uh, I guess it's the personal baggage before they uh, enter the sacred place. So I said, well, that, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. So anyway, the next day we got up, our luggages did arrive, and my mother, she had a package from the States uh, to give to a nun nearby uh, convent. So we did that. We walked to the convent the next day. We went to Mass first, and then we went to the convent. It was nearby, and it was a big convent. It was like um, a castle, uh, historical looking. So we rang the doorbell. And this nun answered very politely, very nice. She goes, oh, yes, we've been uh, you know, waiting for you. Come in, please uh, have a seat. And so we did. And um, so she gave us a little tea. And she said to wait there that she will get Sister uh, Maria, who we were looking for. My mother was looking for her to give her the package. And she goes, just a minute, I'll be right back. 
And in the meantime, uh, there was uh, on the opposite side, there was um, stairs, about five, five stairs. Uh, a man came down, about 30. He looked like Jesus as they depict him. Of course, you know, any artist will depict Jesus differently. But he did give me that impression to all of us. And he had long hair. He had a dark beard. He, uh, he smiled to us. But uh, what jumped up, I go, oh, my God, what is that? There was a bandage on his forehead, and there was a sign of the cross, and it was bleeding. So I said, oh, my God, what is this? And, um, and so he smiled at us, and he blessed us, and he went on the opposite side. So when the two nuns came down, uh, especially Sister Stella, the one that my mother was looking for to give her the gift, I said that, I shared that with her, and I said, you know, this man, so-and-so, and this is what happened. She goes, oh, my God, you were not supposed to see him. I said, really? I said, why not? She goes, because he had a council meeting just now, and there were people from Rome, priests and other people, lay people, and people that um, wanted to authenticate his stigmata. That was it. That was the stigmata that we were so... You know, we looked at each other and said, what was that all about? But my mother, she didn't see him. And he was two, two um, feet away from us. She was looking directly at him, sipping her coffee. And I got, mom, you you, you got to be kidding me. Well, even my kids were laughing. They go, Nona, you, you did see that uh, man. She goes, no, I didn't. So I shared this with the nuns. And they said, very interesting. She goes, she goes to me, this, the nun that opened the door for us, she said, maybe your mom wasn't supposed to see him. And, and so it goes, and that was a little mystery there too. So anyway, there was a taxi waiting for us and, and the nuns invited us to see uh, a little hospital that they had in the convent. Uh, they said, please visit them. These are kids that are infirm. So we said, okay, we, we will go. We prayed with them, and my mother left them a little gift to the kids. It was very sad to see. But then, then we did, the taxi was waiting for us, and we went. So we went to the hills of Medjugorje. Oh, my God, it was so scary. The, the ride was so, the winding roads, it was so dangerous. But we got there. We got to the house of Mariko. He was like a bed and breakfast type of a, he had a house, and he shared it with the guests. And he was recommended to us by others because um, they said it's better that you go to a family. It's more humble. It's more spiritual that you could at least share things when you're eating and stuff like that. And Marinko was very good with the people. He was known. So we weren't uh, scared or anything like that, that we were going to a place that we didn't know. And there were only about two, three um, hotels at that time. I don't think they were building too many hotels at that time, maybe two or three. But we were delighted to be at Marinko's house. He made us feel so at home. So um, so anyway, uh, we, we wanted to go by the church, the Church of St. James. And uh, outside the courtyard, when we went there, uh, there was a scent of roses. And me and my husband didn't smell it. We didn't, um, we didn't have that odor. We didn't have it. So the rest of my family did. They had a lot of, they, they said it was a deep, um, 
it, it was deep the smell of the roses that they were smelling roses and there was no rose bush nearby there and um so i go okay well i didn't smell anything and i have a gift of smell you know like i i could smell i can sense i'm an empath i feel things uh and then we go back to marinko's and um so when we had dinner they they gave us the bedroom they said okay now you can put your luggages away and um and so we did and um, the kids started complaining because their bedrooms um they didn't have a toilet uh, you know bathroom in there by their bedroom so they complained about that they didn't feel comfortable with that my mother laughed because she goes i was brought up like that don't worry about that it's okay so after dinner it was a nice cooked meal that they gave us uh we wanted to stretch our legs a little bit and then we went outside it was so dark but the stars were so bright and beautiful and i said oh my god this is really a nice place to be in and there were two um silhouettes approaching us and and i said who is that coming from the bigger uh, mountain there were this uh, kid there were two kids a boy and a girl and they were about 19 uh and they stopped with us they said oh hi you know they were from uh, i believe they said ohio i'm not sure now and they started talking to us and i said you know we didn't come with a group like other people do uh, so we don't know the schedule we're going along as we you know seeing things and uh one day at a time <laughs> and it said it was no sweat he goes tomorrow's mass schedule is so you know this and this time and one of the visionaries vichka she's going to have a talk at this time so now you have the schedule for tomorrow i said okay thank you very much and and so we did we went the next day we went to um to to mass and then we went to vichka's the visionary one of the visionaries talk and she when when we arrived there there were hundreds of people and somehow we made room for us to to attend and when i saw her face she looked directly at me it was like she came i never felt that before she she really came to my mind and my eyes and um very impressionable and of course the message was to convert to to convert our hearts and minds that was that was the message and so we went back to Marinko's house because it was really hot at this time now and uh, we had a little lunch and then decided at 4 a p.m. we're going to go out again and take some pictures and then and we're going to wrap it up and stuff like that so so we went uh, at 4 p.m. we went outside again and we went to some shops we went to get some turkish coffee and um and so so we started walking and uh, the kids were taking pictures my mother was praying the rosary and we went to to a little hill uh we walked we walked and then there was a plateau we reached a plateau and we said okay let's uh, come around let's you know look at the sights and we did and um so so all of a sudden Gina and my and my son said um mom, when are we going to go to Croatia so we could go to the ocean and have you know start our vacation so i said okay maybe one more day you know just have a little more patience and that's it so Gina she was going up and and taking pictures she went <gasps> she went oh my god and, and we all looked up and there was a sun spinning spinning so rapidly it was unbelievable It was really unbelievable. And uh, and then we saw Gina doing this. 
she was smiling. She was talking to somebody. I think she was in a trance. I don't think she was aware of us. And uh, and we we just were just there looking and felt the presence. But then when Gina fell almost to a big rock, we wanted to go to her and of course you know uh, pick her up. And and that's when we knew that we could not move. There was. We, we cannot move. I was, this never happened to me before in my life. So um, I was just, something in me said, and I'm a very nervous person. I don't, you know, I, my kids are my kids. I love them. I would die for them. Uh, somebody said to me very lovingly, very comforting, don't worry, your, your daughter's okay. And, and I felt it. And I was just, just, just there waiting and looking at Gina's, you know, like, like she had a conversation. And um, and then when it was all over in two, three minutes, um, my mother said, why, why when Gina fell on the floor, why didn't we go to, to help her? I couldn't move, but I'm older. Why didn't you? And then Christopher said, you know what? None of us, we said to each other, none of us could move, but we didn't know of each other. We didn't know that. So when everything happened we said um okay i couldn't move my husband couldn't move christopher could not move my mother couldn't move obviously she was yelling uh and and then christopher said that makes a lot of sense because he saw a bright pink light over us holding us back i guess holding us back so we don't move i i can't explain it but 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 it's explainable why we couldn't move to go to her aid to, to go to my daughter's aid. And, and so Gina said that she saw, when she came to, she saw a, a, a cloud just parting. And she said there was the Madonna, our Blessed Mother, with two angels on the side. She didn't see their faces, but she saw she had a feeling there were angels. And she said that at first, she was smiling to her and telling and showing her good things. And then, like a movie, she showed her, she showed her a lot of um, destruction. And she saw a lot of kids needing help. And she saw, uh, said that she almost saw like a lava and, and fire. So we said, oh, my, we, we didn't know what to make of it. But we were really um, very shocked, surprised. We, we, we couldn't shake the feeling. So on the opposite side, there was a woman and a man. There was like about three people approaching on the other side. They were moving towards um, the, the other side of us. And a group, I guess they were coming with a group. And the lady waved to me and she said, oh, hi. And I said, oh, hi, you speak English. Okay, hi, hi. And she said, did you know that this was the apparition hill? I said, no, we didn't. None of us knew that. She goes, yes, this is the apparition hill. We're going to continue. We're going to see you later. And we were like shocked out of, we said, oh my God, we didn't even know this hill was the apparition hill. And it's, it's really making me, um, I have goosebumps. Um, so, so there it was. It was a paranormal experience. And I never, and I experienced a, a few things other than that. But this was the one thing that really stood out and it was very abnormal than, you know, this reality, what we call the um, earthquake. So we went back to Marinko and, and he said, 
uh, you have a very uh, unusual story, but there's a lot of healing and, and stories almost like that. But you had a very powerful one, Marinko said to us. So, and, and this is this is with us for a long, long time. We always pray the rosary together. We always uh, mention uh, to Our Lady, and you know, we bless. Um, we bless each and all the people that uh, that go there uh, by our intention. But um, like I said, Gina had a telepathic communication with with Our Lady, and uh, kept us sacred for many many years. If we go back to when you saw the man that looked like Jesus in the how in the I guess it was at the monastery. Yes, at the monastery. Are you saying that that was Jesus that you saw? I don't think so. It was Father Zlatko Sudats. Now I know it. Now I know it. But he had the stigmata. And he later had the stigmata on his hands and on his feet, just like St. Francis of Assisi Mm -hmm. and Padre Pio. All right, let me stop you there. What is a stigmata? I don't know. I really don't. I never looked into it. But we encountered this priest that had it, that has it. He still has it. I so, don't know. I never researched it. So this guy was a priest from the monastery that he dressed up like Jesus? No, 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 no. It appeared to us that he looked like Jesus as he's depicted on some pictures. Hmm. Um, and, and yes, there was an aura about him uh, that he almost looked like Jesus. Even my mother said, oh, my God, was that he, he, she didn't see him. My mother didn't see him, hmm. but... We said that he looked like Jesus. We said that to her. It did, you know, I don't think it was Jesus. I don't think so. Mm. Maybe it was. I really don't know. Because the the nun said you were not supposed to see him, and I'm very surprised that you did. Did they say why? Because uh, he wasn't supposed to be the council meeting that he had that day. They, They said and they suggested that he doesn't see anybody it was very strict that he doesn't see anybody before the meeting Mm. so she said i don't know how you saw him but you did and your mother didn't i said no she didn't and she was looking right up to him and she didn't she said that she didn't and we thought she was kidding so who appeared above your daughter and what she saw was the virgin mary and two angels she said that yes my daughter said it was the virgin mary and, and the two angels beside her. Mm. And she smiled to her and she greeted her. And, uh, and she said, uh, these kids need help as she started showing her what's going on in the world. Mm. Uh, maybe it was chi- child trafficking. I don't know. I really mm. don't know why a lot of kids she saw. And like a lava coming down. And then, and then Gina, okay, I forgot this part. Gina... Uh, telepathically, that's when she started weeping very deeply, which I never heard her cry in my lifetime, except for that time before, not in front of me anyway, but that was a deeper cry. And, um, and it was uh, very, um, she was very sad. So she related to the Madonna telepathically that, that she doesn't want to see anymore. She, mm. she couldn't. She, that's when she felt. Them to, I think that's when she fell. Yes, how she, did she didn't see anymore? Her heart was aching for the, for that. I, but 
Initially, she saw that it was the Blessed Virgin Mary. After this experience, how did it change Gina or how did it affect her? Oh, very much, very much. She was, she, not because she's my daughter, she was always a good person. But this time I saw her, she prays three rosary a day. She goes to church every day for mass. I don't, I don't do the same. Um, she, she's very kind and loving. Um, she, she's, she doesn't talk about other people uh, negatively. Um, it, it changed her in a lot of ways where, where she's, um, she, she's, she's, she's prayerful and very respectful of uh, Jesus's mother. Very respectful and very dedicated to her. From your viewpoint, it just looked like a bright light above your daughter. Is that correct? Yeah. And we felt the presence, all of us. Mm. Only we couldn't move. We, mm. we just couldn't move. How did you change after this experience? My change, um, I think I started taking things a little bit uh, um, easier. I started looking at my own self more and, and work with my issues and, and started to see uh, others in a better way and maybe a loving way more. Um, I think I, I became more conscious of, of um, this reality and the other realities that are really, for me, it, I, I, I believe in other realities, mm-hmm. other worlds, other, other phenomena, other things. For me, it's a, it's a very... Um, very true feeling of other realities. This happened like over 20 years ago. Why did it take you so long to tell us about it? It took me so long because um, to tell you the truth, I am a very private person. Uh, It doesn't appear that way because a lot of people judge me differently. And I, you know, I say, okay, whatever your perception is of me, it's it's okay. But um, I was asked to tell the story uh, and I just didn't. But uh, there was a few people that I told the story to, and they told me that you should have this testimony, especially with your television show. Um, I was doing Mondo Italiano at that time. I was transferring um, one language to the other. Uh, even the news, I, I, you know, I had the prompter and everything. So, so they said, why don't you tell the story? And I, and I often thought about it, and I started writing the story, but it, it, I didn't come and out and, and, and do it, except for one time, um, I, uh, the director that I was working with, with Mondo Italiano, he told me to, to have an opening for my, my segment, like a poetry or some kind of wording or even a song. So I went with a song and um, my kids and I, my son was uh, playing the acoustic guitar and, and we started one night, we said, okay, let's, let's just do it. And, and then we, um, we called it illumination because we saw the illumination in the sky when, when Gina had this experience in Medjugorje. And, uh, and, and so we started with the song and we went to record it right away. And, and we brought it to the studio and, and we put it on for the viewers to, to see and hear. And, and then I gave him a little bit of an interview, which was maybe two minutes. And I think he did share about the scent of roses. Uh, Christopher, my son. And that's about all. He didn't go uh, into the story because there was no time. He, they only gave him two minutes. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and like I said before, I started writing it uh, in a book 
but I always retained it. I never wanted to to let go of it until today. Well, lucky me. No, no, because your show came all over. I'm a big YouTuber, more than television, to say the least. Um, I love to relax with the YouTube. And you came on and I said, wait a minute, this, I'm interested in this. And so you had a lot of stories of NDEs. And I go, wow, this is really, and your viewers are not judgmental, like, oh my God, the Christians. The, mm-hmm. They were very, I, I said, oh my God, these people are very open-minded. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should have, maybe I should have an interview with, the, if he would have me, Jeff, that would be a beautiful thing. And I could share the story. And here we are now. When you went to Medjugorje, were you hoping or expecting to have some kind of paranormal experience? I did not look for anything at all. Nothing at all. I wasn't expecting anything. That's just it. You asked me a good question. I never uh, never thought that we were going to experience anything. Just, just to see the place, like I said, Nikola Tesla was uh, his birthplace was nearby. The Bosnian um, pyramids. I said, you know, let's go see this uh, place first, and then maybe later we could see the other places when we have more time. Because we wanted to go to Croatia too, my birthplace, and and never expected anything. Even in my prayer groups, I you know I heard people say they had healings, uh, the rosary turned into gold, and you know I was skeptical. I didn't. I didn't presume anything. Yeah. This was a very, very shocking event for us. Yeah. Shocking. I, I think we were blessed to have this. Have you or anybody in your family, especially Gina, do they have any new abilities that they didn't have before, like psychic abilities or anything? I think um, I'm going to speak for Gina, but I think she does uh, psychic abilities, and. Um, I think that we, uh, we uh, like when I have a thought, she picks it up to me and she, she even calls me. She says, mom, did you want to call me? Did you want to say something? And she says things, you know, this is a private. The very thing that I wanted to tell her, she tells me. Hmm. And, and likewise, hmm. uh, my husband had an accident about four weeks ago in the snow. Uh, he was walking to, towards our house the door and he slipped and his ankle got um, uh, fractured, not broken, fractured. And um, what was I going to say? And just before that, I was on the couch uh, thinking, I said, Andrew should be home already. And something here told me he fell out of the blue. And I think, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound silly or anything, but I think I, I developed a lot of psychic abilities too. Only, you know what? We shut them down. I, I believe with myself, I shut mine down because, you know, you're embarrassed or you're, you know, you don't want to stand out. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want people to say, oh my God, look at her ego. And it's not an ego. It's not. It's a spiritual thing. But still, you know, there's a lot of people. Not like your audience. Your audience accepts everything, everyone, and that's beautiful. Has this affected you in any way as a TV host? Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yes, because even the song "Illumination" just now that you asked comes to mind, and that 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 has been playing for over twenty years now. Hmm. I still have the show for twenty years. Wow, it's amazing. Well, 
Yeah. That's fantastic. But there was, there was an instance that my mother told me about her mother passing, and I was always intrigued with that. Uh, in Croatia, the little island where I was born, um, people died in their deathbeds uh, at home because there was not a hospital uh, in the island. They had to take a boat to go to Maliloshi, which is, was the other island. And then um, even a bigger one was uh, Fiume, Rijeka, uh, because there was no hospitals at that time. So people died in their deathbeds at home. Mm. So my mother said to me, she goes, when, when her mom was dying, just like in a blink, a blink of an eye, just one second before she said, oh my God, look at my family. They came for me. Look, look at them. And she was extending her hand to them and saying, can't you see them? They came for me, my parents, my brother. And that chilled me. That, that always, um, I, I was intrigued by that story. But then there was another story that my mother told me about this man. And a lot of people know, know him in my community, the Croatian people. Uh, he had a store and he, he was sick. He was bedridden and then he couldn't walk. But the, the moment he was uh, going to die, um, he, he got up from his bed, he walked to the window, he opened it wide, and he said, look at the, uh, the courtroom, uh, courtyard, look, look to his family. He said, look, they came for me. I'm going, I'm going to the next world. I'm going to Jesus. Look, they came to get me. So that intrigued me too as a little girl when my mother talked about this. And um, and there were various stories about that in the island. Only, you know what, when, when you hear it so much, it wasn't that unusual for the people, mm. especially, you know, my mother's age. I don't know if you saw the episode with Nurse Julie or hospice nurse Julie, but I think it's pretty common that people have that same type of experience as they're getting close to moving on to the next dimension. Yes, yes. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, there was an incident too when I was 14 years old. My mother and father decided to go to Croatia for vacationing. And um, I, we went there, Susak. It's called Susak, my island. And um, so the girls there said, okay, so you don't uh, swim in the deep waters. I said, no, I'm so afraid. Don't, you know, don't even think about that. So one day we, we were all gathered together, about 20 of us. And, um, and this girl pulls me up. She said, you know, be careful because somebody might uh, throw you in the deep water. And I said, that's not going to happen to me. I'm too conscious of myself. No, I don't think so. And uh, this water was very deep that, you know, boats, big boats docked uh, nearby there. So I was talking to a girl and, you know, was excited about my bathing suit and da, da, da. All of a sudden, boom, the, this, uh, my cousin pushed me right to the water and I went down two or three times and I was gasping for air and I and I thought to myself oh my god I'm dying I, I don't know oh my god and and then there was a bright light that brought me up pushed me up I didn't see anybody but there was a light that pushed me up but the two girls were kept saying you're pulling us down Maria with you don't you know you you're going down you're pulling us down and all of a sudden, with that light, I went up, and I was coughing water, and, and they brought me to the dock, and they they took the, um, the what do you call it, um, they, they took uh, that uh, bra- bravo. Maybe it was your guardian angel helping you out. 
Yes, I believe that. I wanted to say it, but I was uh, embarrassed to say it. Oh. I, I believe that, yes. <laughs> At first, I was thinking you were having an NDE, you know, but then you, I don't think you lost consciousness. You just saw that light. So maybe that's what my, I don't you think know, I, did. I, don't I think, think it was I just like maybe a spirit was helping you get back up. Yes, that I know. And I know I was gasping for air and I knew I wasn't going to do it anymore, that something has to happen. Otherwise, I was going to die or something. But I didn't. I don't believe I lost consciousness. I really mm. don't. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago, too. So. All right. But 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 they took credit. The girls took credit. Oh, they took the and credit. And I thanked them. Of course, I thanked them. They go, oh, my God, you were pulling us down with you. Because my fear, I didn't float up like other people because my fear was, I don't know, I, I went down. It was a deep, so deep. The water was so deep. Yeah. So, but but I made it, and I think it, it could have been my guardian angel. I often thought about that, and you said that before me. Thank you for that. Sure. You know, you hear about people having these experiences where they see the Virgin Mary in some way, and it's interesting to meet somebody face-to-face, at least virtually, that actually had one. We had the presence. We felt the presence, and like I said, we were not moving. We were just not moving what's the word i'm uh, wanting to use you're paralyzed paralyzed thank you yes thank you um, why do you th- will never forget why do you think you were paralyzed this is my uh, perception uh, maybe um our lady or the higher power didn't want us to uh, complicate things yeah Maybe not to interfere. Near, maybe that vision was supposed to be just for Gina, but we felt it. We definitely mm-hmm. felt it. Why do you think she chose Gina? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, maybe because she was tired of being there. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> yes, that's a good question. Maybe I should ask her. Um, maybe because she was pure-minded. Um, not that she's my daughter, but she she prayed a lot even before the the presence, the visit. You didn't see any lights. I saw the the spinning of the sun. Okay. It was, it, it was incredible. It was really. Uh, Would you say it was like a giant? orb above your daughter when you say the spinning of the sun it was like a big spinning ball of light i don't know what an orb is what is an orb an orb I, is like you know a ball of light people see them i can't tell you how big they are because i don't know but oh, yeah, yeah. people see like balls of light around them and some people think mm-hmm. that those are actual I didn't people see the orb. energy I just saw the sun spinning uh in in a degree that now Unbelievable. Do you mean like our sun in the sky spinning or a sun-like ball of light above your daughter no, spinning? The sky, because we all looked up oh. and, and there was a bright light of the sun. Yes. All right. Well, if people want to chit-chat with you and, and ask you questions or talk to you about this, are you open to that? And if so, how can they contact you? Uh, they, they could. Uh, I'm a life coach, too. I coach people. Um, they could reach me at the, my website is www.familytodaywithmariamirkovich.tv. But my email is because it has to be revised, my email. Um, my email is mmirkovich1 at icloud.com. So they could reach me there. Even my Facebook. I have a group that uh, is called Family Life and Healing. And then I have um, the television show, 
And then uh, I also have my regular Facebook. Uh, they could reach me there by messenger. All right. If they wish. All right. Sounds great. Yeah. I'm right. delighted to answer some of the questions that they could have for me. All right, Maria. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? To be more conscious, to, to expand our consciousness, uh, to expand our love, and, and to be kind to one another. Because the consciousness is expanding, then you're more open to different realities. Maria, thank you for that message. And thank you again for being my guest today. I really appreciate you and I wish you the best. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.